This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When life is full of questions and you don't know what to do, just write on it to if I were you. That is a bluegrass chic theme song made by a bluegrass musician with the no good Redwood Ramblers, a Northern California group. Okay. If I like that, I guess I like bluegrass. That's possible. That definitely sounds like Northern California. Like that's got to be coming from coming from Eureka. Yeah, he's got it. Mm-hmm. And he's also a radio host on KHUM, a freeform music station in Humboldt. So this guy's like cool Northern California. Yeah. So much North that they look down on San Francisco. You ever think about like, if you could live anywhere in the world, what, like, where would make the most sense for you to live? Not like, where do you want to live? Yeah. Like, where, that's like where are most people yeah. like me? Yeah. What, like, yeah. When I, if, when somebody meets you, yeah. where would they expect you to live? Uh, nowhere tough. So like, I wouldn't come from Chicago or Detroit because I wouldn't survive. Yeah. Uh, so suburbia in a way, um, a warm weather, like almost like Phoenix, but Phoenix isn't Jewish enough. Oh, so maybe like Los Angeles or like the Valley or something like that. Are you think, I don't think you look, I mean, the 818 produced me and it's the only place that I could survive. I'm a chihuahua. I am a little rat who got by with a lot of help from my friends. And your parents. Yes. I get by with a little help from my mom. I guess I could have been like an East Bay kid, like Walnut Creek or some shit Oh, like there that. you go. See, that's Yeah, like Northern California yeah. suburbs, but still warm weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you? Uh, I feel like in my heart of hearts, I'm like some kind of Northeastern, Northeastern state. I would like to think I'm more of a, a Maine than a Connecticut. Than a Connecticut. Because Connecticut, I'm a little more, I'm a little more rugged, a little more in touch with my spirituality and stuff. Yeah, like more outdoorsy. Connecticut is more like yachts and rich Republican Mm -hmm. types. Right. And I am, I'm, I'm like upper middle class, but I'm, and, but I'm I'm definitely, yeah, yeah, right. So like I'm super, super conservative, but I'm not rich. So you're a poor conservative Christian. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm from Arkansas. (laughs) So if you're in Maine, you're from Maine in your heart of hearts. Where would you say you're from in your fart of sharts? Michigan. So like in your fart of sharts. In my fart of sharts, I'm from Michigan. Deep, deep, deep in yeah. your asshole where right. you fart and poop accidentally comes out. And where, in, so yeah, we're, I'm from Michigan there. What about you? In your fart Miami. Of- yeah. So still warm, but more like humid, Latin flavor type style Judaism. A Cuban sandwich. Yeah. And it's like so like, uh-huh. it's so hot and humid that 
I have swamp ass. <laughs> like, in my fart of sharts, I'm just completely used to the moisture down there, whether it's baby food, a shart. That makes just sense. Just humidity. That makes sense. It's a, it's a, it's a sweltering mm-hmm. rainforest beneath, betwixt my cheeks. Right. Actually, can you grab that banjo? Um, sure. <laughs> One second. It's a sweltering rainforest ding, ding, ding. between my cheeks. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> is, there, is there a famous bluegrass? Because, like, I like that, but who should I listen to if I like bluegrass? Um, Blues Traveler? That's cool. I do already like them. All right, yeah. so it stands to reason. Okay. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice show on the web hosted by me. I'm Amir. And me, I'm Jake. We've transcended podcasts. The word is obsolete at this point. Right. This is not just a podcast that minimizes it. It does. It's a show. It's a movement. It's a show. And it's not just an audio-only show. Mm. Because we sometimes take videos of it. Yeah. Shout out to our Patreon. There's a video of our podcast every single week. Every other Thursday. Oh, sorry. It's a video of our show, not a podcast. Oh, yeah. Video. So a a television show, really, if you watch it on TV. Right. uh, At patreon.com slash JA. That's correct. You could watch some bonus content um, for half an hour at a time. Yep. We watch our old, we watch old Jake and Amir videos. There's clips of it on uh, our YouTube channel, which you can watch for free. So if you want to dip your toes, you can do that. Yeah. YouTube.com slash if I were you show has clips there's been twice, and I think I uploaded both times, that you've laughed so hard you've kind of um, vomited, was yeah, it? Yeah, it's crazy. You've puked. Or I almost puked? Choked? Right. One time I came really close. I had to spit everything out. And then the second time I really thought, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm going to have to throw up if I want to live. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard that I, but I didn't know what to do. All of the, the water was in like the wrong spot. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It's like you breathed it in. I was, I had like you a full on, waterboard. it was yourself. a flash of me knowing that I was going to have to throw up. It was just like, this is going <laughs> to, this, you're going to throw up. I don't know how I didn't throw up. <laughs> Maybe you did. Well, I definitely did something. Well, you threw up water. Does that but count? It, it wasn't, it wasn't in me and I threw it up. It was like. <laughs> in your mouth. It was in my mouth. So that I spit the count. water out and then I sort of like hacked and coughed a lot. Right. Until you've. You sort of superficially threw up. Yeah. Your body does something weird when it thinks it's going to swallow something and it doesn't. Like, like, in theory, I just, like, I was laughing. I had something in my throat, and then I, th- then I spit it out. But then, like, why did, it... that should have been problem solved. <laughs> I'm mad at me. I'm mad at my bod for that. But not your brain. My brain's, my, my brain did good. Your brain's fine. My brain was like, don't throw up, and I didn't. Yeah, it did <laughs> all right. One time, my body did okay. It was like Chernobyl. Your brain are like the people inside there, and they're like scrambling to figure something out. <laughs> and eventually they did. We yeah. don't know how they got out of it. <laughs> yeah. But your body is melted down to the core. Right. And Right. So something way worse than I even realized probably happened. Yeah. So just like Chernobyl. <laughs> You'll find out in two years mm-hmm. when you start coughing blood. Uh, all right. This is a question from, is it a lady? No, it's a dude. A dude with a kind of lady's name. Ooh. Uh, Ashley. That's cool. Ashley writes, I'm being kept up at night by this conundrum. I need your help. I got out of a two-year relationship. I'm 23, a few weeks ago. Ended up on a Tinder after a week or so looking for a casual hookup. I met up with this weird but cool Scottish chick and we started sleeping together pretty casually. Just what I wanted. But now now I'm realizing she's pretty cool and don't like the idea of her sleeping with other people. (laughs) Obviously, another relationship is the last thing I want. So my question is, 
should I just stop talking to this girl who I probably have feelings for because I like her too much for the casual thing to work out? Should I just see if she wants to date properly? I don't like this option very much. Or should I just man up, keep it casual, and keep hitting up Tinder for hookups as well as this girl? Thanks. Come to Edinburgh. Love, Ooh, Ashley. We just missed that uh, that Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I always wanted to go to that. Yeah. Do we have to have like a show to present there, or you just want to go for as fans? I would just. I guess I just want to go to Edinburgh. I don't even need to go for the Fringe Festival. Oh, uh, you just want to go to Scotland. Yeah. I do want to go to Scotland, but it often feels like we can only go to these like uh, English-speaking cities for a show, yeah. and like that sort of facilitates a more exotic vacation. It's ruined traveling for us when we when we have to pay for a vacation that we're not getting paid to go there for. Mm -hmm. It's like why would I go to Scotland unless someone's giving me enough cash to go there? Well, it's just like sometimes I'm like Scotland. That's a cool place, but if I'm gonna, if I'm really gonna take a vacation, I want to go super far away. Yeah, Scotland's like you have to. I could go there for a show and then continue on into into deeper exotic territory. Yeah, even northern Scotland. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Deeper still. Deeper still. The northern Isle still. of Man. <laughs> I do want to go to the Isle of Man. <laughs> the Isle of Flans. So, what would you do if you started liking a casual hookup? Would you break up with her because you like her too much? Is that weird? I don't think that's ever really an option. Uh, does anybody ever truly do that? It's that's like saving yourself from yourself. It's always something people say. Like, I just need to cut myself. I need to break this off because I like, care too much. Like That sounds like an excuse. No one, yeah, nobody has, but like no one has willpower. When you actually like someone a lot, you're done. You're done. You're not going to be able to just cut it off. It's like your brain and your body thing again. Your like brain knows like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't logical. But your body just, it gets so turned on chemically that they yeah. have to have it. That your brain is finally like, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll hang out. But we'll this is the last Christ. time. Or you can just, is it weird that it bothers him that he, she's sleeping with other girls, uh, she's sleeping with other guys while he sleeps with other girls? That's a little weird. It's a little hypocritical. But like, I think that if, I, th I think that you're fine. You're just starting to like someone. This is such normal behavior. But he doesn't want to get into a relationship again because he just got out of one. Too bad, man. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You like somebody, you like somebody. Unless you're like actively just never see anybody more than twice and make that a weird hard and fast rule. That seems real. I mean, that would have to be a hard and fast rule because it's a hard rule to follow, but you better follow it fast. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, you would be better at doing this than I would. Like this stopping something, like being more logical than emotional. Yeah, especially when it comes to a relationship. Yeah, it's tough because you do want to enjoy the single life, but then part of you enjoying the single life uh, involves meeting people, and sometimes you like the people you meet, and then it's like, how do I enjoy the single life if I'm enjoying this person? But like, it's it's ultimately weird because you're like, you're you're you want to quote enjoy the single life, which means you want to be happy, but this person makes you happy, so it's mm -hmm. like, why not just hang out with her? The tough thing to me is like remembering that you always return to the balance. Like if you're obsessed with someone and you want to spend all your time with them, yeah. that's nice and you can do that. But there will be a day inevitably when you want to have a little bit more balance where you have personal time and time with your friends. Right. So I think it's a dangerous precedent to set that you're like, I'm always available and we hang out nonstop. So maybe there's like a, a slowing down version where you're like not right. completely jumping into this relationship, but you're yes. seeing her once every four days, once every five days. Yeah. You don't need to speed this up. You're going to be fine. Just 
that is a common mistake is like, this is so fun. I just spent the last three days with this person and now like we're kind of in love or something. Right. It's been like a week and a half. And yeah. It's like, whoa, this is too much, too fast, too soon. And then you have to bail. So maybe the most you can do is not leave yourself, but slow things down. So I guess that's option B. Just continue seeing her the way you have been because that's evidently working. That's you guys right. are liking each other. And you're not exclusive yet. Mm-hmm. So you can still do your uh, hanging out with other people thing for now. Right. But she can too. And that's just one of the, the, the pros and the cons of being in a relationship like this. Especially in Scotland. Like the rules are so different there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even want to know what the rules of dating in Scotland are. It's I, just so different there. Do you know any of the rules? What are, what oh, are yeah, rules? yeah, yeah. A lot of them are like super antiquated rules about like how to date in Scotland. It's what are you a, such a about? bizarre scene. How to date? When do you go Clubbing to and it's all like club culture, there's, body language has a lot to do with it. And there's it's all just club like club culture and it's like, body language in Scotland and yeah, you've it's been like, there? Yeah, I've never been, but like just like how it rains so much that people are like, they almost are biophysically incapable of finding themselves in a casual relationship in Scotland. Of course, it's Scotland. And this doesn't make so, any like, sense. And it's such you a think good it rains golf. so much that they're, it's changed their <laughs> their chemistry. Yeah, because like it makes everything. Because like when you're soaking wet, not I'm not talking about like vaginally. I'm talking right. about like your hair's damp. Okay. And if you're constantly like that, you're like it, it fucks with you. Even if it rains a lot in Scotland, why do you think everyone is constantly wet? Because a lot of hair. They probably have umbrellas. And, they don't. Because like and, you're uh, raised you know, in it, it's considered indoors. like yeah, they, it's considered like unScottish to to deal with. So it. you think they just sit outside in the rain all day? And I think they wear clubbing? windbreakers actually, but that still trickles down to their jeans and it gets them wet. And then when you're walking around with wet thighs, you're not really looking to make a wet guy. <laughs> In Scotland, of course, I'm talking about specifically. Yeah, I know you're talking about Scotland. We haven't changed the subject. <laughs> I think we should, but anyway. Yeah, I guess I do too. And a lot of it is like golf-based. They have like such a rich history of You're just golfing. throwing random shit onto your theories. Like you, it was antiquated clubbing and, and body language, a club scene. Yeah. And then you turn that into just people are different because they're wet all the time. They're wet and they talk like, they're like, eh, can I have like a... A scotch egg, will you? That's definitely not a Scottish accent. Oh, like, I really like that. <laughs> that's so that's like, a terrible New Zealand accent. Imagine, <laughs> imagine being on a date, basically, and like the person's like, oh, hi, I'm, and you're Ew. like, uh, sorry, I don't get what you're saying. <laughs> so I think Miami. you think dating in Scotland is different <laughs> just because people have accents. I feel like that's what it really comes down to. Their accents and they're soaked. They're, they're wet. Not wet. They're not and wet. And it's gray all the time. It's <laughs> So they're not getting the vitamin D. You And you've never been to Scotland, is that right? Never been to Scotland, but I watched um, a documentary about the fire Festival. That's so unrelated. I'm to... just saying if you want to talk about that for a second. That I was don't. a trip. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that was a fucking You don't know what trip. you're talking about ever. Why would I want to have a conversation with you about anything? <laughs> it was like this festival. And I know what it was. figure it out or I whatever. I know what it was. What happened? So did you see the documentary or not? I fell asleep. I was on my phone and my eyes were dry. It was on. I fell asleep. I woke up at four. Okay. Don't yell at me. And I was back at the home screen. I watched the trailer. Okay. Half asleep through bleary eyes. And it looked like someone got taken advantage of. (laughs) What happened? Why are you getting getting upset? (laughs) You're crying. I'm in Scotland. I really am in Scotland. (laughs) 
Uh, all right, next question. I guess. Hmm. Where were we? I'm trying to figure out which one we haven't answered yet, you know? Uh-huh. It's tough. Yeah, I know. All right, here's a guy. Yeah, I got one sent from Windows Mail. So we'll oh. call this guy Bill Gates. All right. My name is Bill Gates, and I'm a junior in high school. I recently had a rather rough conundrum that I need your guys' help with. My father owns a landscaping company, and during nice. the summer, that's right, during the summer I work with him to get enough cash to get me through the winter. I'm a landscaper, so I go to Wilco Farms store in my town for supplies, gloves, plants, etc. Because I go there almost every day, I've begun to fall in love with a girl who's a cashier there. Now you're doing a voice of somebody you assume is a landscaper. I haven't seen her before this last month, and I honestly believe she's one of the most beautiful girls I've ever met. We talk on occasion, sometimes at the register or in the parking lot. And when we get don't get a chance to talk, I just smile and wave, which she returns. Here's my problem. I really want to get to know this girl. I think I can sense some chemistry between us, but I'm not really sure. On Monday, when I was working in the Wilco parking lot, I saw her pull up in the car, and she asked me if she needed. Uh, uh, and she asked me if she needed to move. We were spreading bark dust. She didn't want to get her car dirty. I know what car she drives, so today I left a note in her door saying the following: "Sure, I may have had bark dust in my eyes." But that didn't stop me from admiring how beautiful you are. Oh, no. I also left my email address for her to, quote, write me back because I didn't want to jump straight to texting. Did I do something creepy or was that okay? I'm writing this the night of and she hasn't responded yet. How do I get to know her better? Will this be enough? Thanks so much. Love, Bill Gates. Dear, I don't know. This is one of those things where... If it works, it's smooth as hell. And if it doesn't, it that's the reason she didn't ever talk to you again. You know? He almost took he almost took his risk. Like usually the advice is like, what should I do to st- open up a conversation? This guy already did it. He already he did the scary part. Yeah. You did the I would have not I would have done a I would have done my number. It's a little more romantic. Than an email. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh I mean it's hard to leave a note. It's, it's putting yourself out there because then you're just staring at your email. Yeah. What, well, she, what if you really see pretty, her? It's, uh, yeah, it's the biggest risk in the world to leave a note on someone's car. It's putting it yourself is so scary. far out. Th- I know it's scary, but it's not as scary as like, you know, saying something. Yeah. But I don't know. I always am afraid to, in person, it's like you're really putting that person on the spot and they have to answer right away. You're yeah. saying like, do you want to go out with me? And then I'm staring at you. Oh, that's, you talk. I mean, totally. Yeah, that's awful. You don't have time to think about no. it. No. But I mean, like, there's there's ways to do it that are, like, more innocuous. You know, like, you talk about a group hang. Like, That's cool. Some people are, from this thing are going to this thing. Yeah. You got, like, me and the guys from the Wilco store. That's where this guy works at? Mm-hmm. Uh, are going to, are going to go to this bar afterwards. You should come by. And then it's, like, it's a nice social setting. It, there's no, Less, yeah. there's no like, Less give me your number. There's no, give me your, here's my email. It's Admiring like, how beautiful you are. Yeah, you show up, great. And then also there's been out like, I can't, and there's a possible romantic continuation with like, I can't, but I want to go to the next one. Here's my number. Right. That kind of give thing. Give her like a pre-date option. I think it's, because for me, I, I think I'm terrified of rejection too. So I, I mean, taking a big swing and leaving a number on a car or fully straight up asking and being like, will you go on a date is a lot. That's why I always tend to do an in-person 
friendly invite to a social thing. Yeah. And then that's like getting somebody out of like your your normal routine of talking to them at the register all the time. Then you can see if there's actual chemistry if someone's interested. Yeah, I would say like do the like the 2019 way of like find her on social media, DM, flirt that way, Snapchat. But this guy seems to be like it's such all, like yeah. a down-to-earth kind of guy. He's Literally. a landscaper. He's going to a farm store. This girl works at a cash register. It sounds like a 1970s romance yeah, or and something. And the other thing is this already happened. So there's not really like... We, we're not. This giving, is what I want to follow we're give, up. We're giving it, yeah, I want to follow up on Did this. Did she email back. him back or not? And here's what... All right, so here's here's my uh, opinion on, on what's happened here. Yeah. Okay. You basically... Like, fl- flirting is all... It could go either way. And... And it can end romantically, or it can't. Uh, <laughs> and like you'll find out. And basically, what he's done is be like, "All right, I want to know the answer now." Yeah, it's now. It's time. He's biding his time. He's like, it's like a no whammy, no whammy, press your luck situation. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't want to wait too far because then it gets too long. You don't want to start too early. It's about timing right. it just right. Yeah. So, and at here, a certain point, he's like, "Now, I want to yeah. know now." And he's, I don't. So, and my point is that I don't think. Him writing this is going to affect the outcome either way. He sort of like there. It was either gonna work out no matter what, yeah, or it wasn't ever gonna work out no matter what. This act of putting the email on the car doesn't change it. It just gives him the answer sooner. That's good, and it's a little more painful or joyful. So if, like you if could you... flirt with her for a year and then eventually maybe start dating, yeah. You could flirt with her for a year, have it fizzle out, and be like, this isn't going to work. Or you can just, like, height of joy right now, she emails you back and is like, I'm interested in you, let's hang out. Because we're, we're hearing no. the story from his narration, so we don't know if she's like, this guy is awesome and he's so cute and I can't wait to see him, or if it's like, this guy who I don't really think about, like, is one of 40 guys that comes into the store and it's kind of weird that he asked me out because we didn't really share a connection. Yeah. And that could that story could both exist within this framework. We're hearing it from an unreliable narrator. I would imagine it's very different for guys and girls. Like, when I whenever I was at work... Uh, like in a summer job or something, there's like one girl, you're like, this is amazing. Like this this person here is the most beautiful person in the world. And she probably thinks the same thing about me. Because it's only us here. But like <laughs> for girls, it's like, oh, I'm like the one girl here and everyone fucking likes me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just sort of how it is for me. And then I went to a different ice cream store and somebody wrote a note on my car there. Yeah, I have like 80 notes and I can't remember who you are. What was it, Bill? Bill Gates or some shit? Did I ever tell you about the the girl that scooped ice cream at the Wentworths in my hometown that I was in love with? No. I was but like... But let's take a break and you can tell us after. <laughs> well, thanks to sponsors. And you'll hear the story right after these messages. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh... Uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gazuntite. <laughs> So you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag-and-drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional-looking portfolio or online store. Yes, exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh, my God. That's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week 
is HiRodney.com. HiRodney. Yes, if you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to, HiRodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and That's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is BuyRodney.com. Really? But B-U-Y Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, or a chair, or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy, just buy little Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. You buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by I might Rodney. buy by Rodney. <laughs> I might buy by Rodney. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> you can find out at HiRodney.com. <laughs> uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to Squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use Squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's Squarespace.com slash segments. Right. And use that coupon code, that promo code segments. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com. Yep. Slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our show. Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. Yo, that's cool. Then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Wow, very nice. I mean, this is just an instant way to save cash. Yeah, and it's good to save cash because it's good to have cash because that way you can spend the cash on different that you things. haven't saved. Whether yeah. you want to spend it on a trip or a right. salad, right? Like different ways. Those to are the two things you can buy right now. Yes, easily. You have to choose. Uh, in fact, Rocket Money has over over 5 million users and help them save an average of $720 a year. That's a lot of cash saved. That's half a billion dollars in canceled subscriptions. Man, if I had that much cash, I would absolutely rent like a three-bedroom studio. You'd have hundreds or... of millions of dollars left yeah. over. Well, then I might even do... well three, Buy a, a mansion. I would do a Buy three... Buy a yacht. I would do a three-bedroom <laughs> with a one-car garage, but it is, it's attached. It's so you ADU. can actually go right in from... From the garage and into the house, you have to go income, outside. Sort of renting that space out, right? So you yeah, if I had how much? You said, how many billion? Five hundred million dollars. Mil- so if I had five hundred million dollars, I could have yeah a, a a a three bedroom with an ADU studio that I could Airbnb. You could have like a thousand of them. Hundred dollars in yes, yeah, you could do whatever and you I'm want. Cash <laughs> at that point. You already have the cash. You have the half a bill. What would I do with a hundred dollars a night in an Airbnb? You have so much more than that. Wow. Interest alone, you can have fifty million dollars a year. Maybe I do a two car garage. It doesn't matter. Because then you I would buy have, whatever. Then I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have the second car, but you'd have, if a friend came over and it was raining, they could park in the garage and go right in through the house because, like I said, it's You attached. could change the climate with that much money. It would never rain on your parade because <laughs> you'd be rich. Wow. And if you want to be rich, you can go to rocketmoney.com slash segments. That's rocketmoney.com slash segments. That way they know we brought you. Right on. Thanks, Rocket Money. Thanks. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little bit <laughs> I don't maybe I've I've still got my love story okay so let's see if we can glean the advice from how it went down. I'll tell the story and then you can see if there's a moral to it got it okay I'm in high school pervert <laughs> what sorry we're all in high school <laughs> okay. I'm not in a high school <laughs> I see I thought this was like two weeks ago or some shit. yeah no all right so me and my friends are in high school there's this ice cream store 
uh, in Hampton that we used to go to. And I, there was a girl that would scoop the ice cream at the store. What's it I, called? It's called Wentworth's. Okay. Great old school Hampton staple. Classic. It's classic. It's right at the base of Sleeping Giant. Beautiful. I thought you don't like ice cream, or is that a recent revelation? That was after, during college, I worked in an ice cream store for two and a half years, and that ruined ice cream for me. So before that, you're loving ice cream. I, I guess I never, yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I was never like a fiend for it, but we I got to get it. It was good. You would eat it. Yeah, I liked milkshakes. Okay. <laughs> and and I liked Wentworth because this girl was there. Pervert. <laughs> and me and my friends would uh, drive to Wentworth's all the time, like hoping that she's there. I never, ever had the courage to talk to her, Got ever. It. She worked there. Uh, she she worked there. Yeah. Um, it's And then some like random thing happened. We're like, we were in the city. We took our SATs, like a whole bunch of students in one school and like all of the towns kind of took them there. Yeah. And I, she was there and I like almost said something, but I was too afraid. Wow. You saw um, her out and about. I saw her Saturday in morning at 7.45 a.m. And then I, then uh, I went away. I went away to college. I never saw her again until <gasps> uh, probably six or seven years later Whoa. In, in New York City. Oh my God. I'm 25 years old. Holy shit. She was working at Grey Dogs. She still works in food services. She still works in food services. And but I walked in, I was like, this is this is insane. Like Grey Dogs was far too salty for me. Do you remember the sandwiches there? They were just so salty and the potato chips. I don't know if they handmade them, but it it burnt my tongue. You didn't like, you didn't like Grey Dogs? It it wasn't for me. It was just I think they overused the sodium. No Their way. whole homegrown chalkboard we menu all the time. shit. I went to fucking placate you. I never once enjoyed myself there. Really? And whether you got the sandwiches, they made their own, which were they too made big. their own chips. They yeah, yeah. They, they made their own chips. They were they're, salty. They're too salty for me. You didn't and have it's to like eat you chips. can always go side salad, but then it's like, okay, great. I had fucking a, or just a, have less chips. A fistful of leaves with my marble rye pastrami fucking coleslaw Russian dressing salt bomb. I never liked it there. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> You're in a shitty mood. No, I'm just. I don't want to tell this. Story. It's like, it's is like, Grey Dog still there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Christ. geez. It's a great, it's a great story. And you're in a sour mood. There got a fucking heart attack from the blood pressure. Telling is telling like a love story. They had good soup. I remember they had a turkey. You're waxing. You're waxing. I want. I. I, That was pretty good. You could do half. What's the opposite of poetic? You're you're waxing chaotic about the. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cool album title. (laughs) All right, you walk in. Who are you with when you walked into Great? I was with two of my sisters. Ooh. Um. And, and like I recognized her, and we. We like talked at the register. I can't remember if she like if she said something or if I if I said something. But it was like I eventually I was like used to work at. We must have have had an, like a genuine interaction, and I was like used to work. Did you still live in Hamden? She's like, <laughs> I look at first it's accusatory, and then it's like uh, I'll back off a little. Yeah, you used to work at or did you used to live in Hamden? <laughs> I think I think I was like used to work. Did you used to work at Wentworth? <laughs> I wouldn't have said you used to work at Wentworth, right? Grabbing anyway, her wrist. Um, <laughs> Anyway, it she it was her. She used to work at Wentworth's. There was no doubt in your body. No, and she was like, "Yeah." And then we like talked a little bit. She's like beaming. She it, it was a good flirtation. She was flattered that you remembered her. Yeah, and but here's the problem: I had a girlfriend at the time <gasps> um, who I was like getting serious with. Uh oh. And this, and I really just meant it to be like a friendly interaction. But you can't have a friendly interaction with somebody like this who you like spent all of high school being in love with yeah there's too much buildup. um and but then she wrote her number down 
on. Oh my god! She's like, let me give you my number. She gave me holy her shit. number on a plate. That's on a cool. paper plate from uh, Grey Dog on a ceramic plate. And I sat down with my sisters, and like they were like, that's that went that was Wentworth's girl. That was the Wentworth. They all knew girl. about. They it. They knew about her, and she was famous to you. But then I was like, I can't, I can't even have this. Um, it'll ruin my relationship. It already borderline has. <laughs> I was like absolutely giddy. But I got rid of the plate, got rid of the number. A year later, I'd broken up with the girl I was dating. You have to get the number. Well, you didn't take a picture on your phone just in case? No, I should For a rainy day. I guess that's, but like. That's the advice. Well, now I'm married. <laughs> no. To someone else and I'm happy. Yeah, but what if she fucking breaks things up? I guess you can. There's always a chance. Just hang on to every number you ever get. Imagine if she cheats on you or something. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, there's not really. Is there a moral? Yeah, you should have kept the number. (laughs) (laughs) For in between, obviously, you're married now happily or whatever the fuck. Right. But as soon as that other relationship ended, you don't want to like. Yeah, never had the number. I never even learned her name. Never learned her name. I guess it probably said it on the number, but I can't remember what her first name was now. If you know this person, don't tell Jake. Don't he doesn't need me. the plate. He doesn't need, need the number. Know. I don't need to know. <laughs> Pay it forward. So I guess uh, keep the number? Keep the number. Sure. <laughs> or or don't, and you're going to be fine. You'll marry somebody else. That's right. Because I guess getting the number was the closure you needed. In a way. Better than a relationship. Nobody, there's no way that anyone... After you, like, idolize somebody for that long, there's no way they can live up to it. That's right. I think that's too hard. That's too much to ask. You were already giddy. Nobody right. stays giddy forever. Can you imagine, like, what the first fight with the Wentworth girl is like? <laughs> you're like, I, you were late to dinner. Uh, you, you said you were going to be home. You didn't, you didn't even pick up the wine. You said you were going to get wine on the way home. Yeah, sorry. I was just like, at Soul Cycle, I completely forgot about you. I figured you would still be here because you've pined over me. <laughs> oh, wait. I was, I, was, I was role-playing as her getting mad at me. I see. But I, it's, it does make sense that you would assume uh, yeah, that I was the, the asshole in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. Sure. Um, that was beautiful, actually. That was almost really beautiful. Uh, all right. Who was with you at Wentworth's? Because we need the name of a guy who's also spent the last three years having a crush on a girl. Ooh, Eddie. Eddie writes. So it wasn't girls. <laughs> What's that? Eddie is a homosexual <laughs> man. Which is fine. Which is <laughs> it's it's good. Fine. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Eddie's yeah. the man. You remember Eddie. We yeah, stayed with him. He was great. Uh, all right. Eddie writes. So for the last three years, I've had a crush on a girl who I go to school with. She's extremely hot, and I've always considered her out of my league. Despite this, I've always kind of had this thing where we would almost get romantic, but then she'd decide we should just be friends. Well, we graduated high school, and everyone goes to all these graduation parties, and it turns out she finally likes me enough to go for something. We made out at her party, and it was her first kiss. Then we made out at subsequent parties. The dilemma is... Now she is leaving for this crazy summer college program. She's going to be gone for six weeks, then be back for a week before I have to go to school. Now, at any point in the last three years, I would have died to be in a relationship with her. But the timing is just, I don't know. Do you think it's a bad idea to get in this relationship with her, even though we are going to, uh, even though we are going to different schools across the state? I'm not going to be coy with you guys. This chica is amazing. I'm talking muy caliente. She's an absolute dime, and I'm blown away that she feels the same way for me as I do for her. 
not to sound like a diva roach here, but is there any way that we can at least continue to make out for the week we would still have together? I don't want to have to do anything that would hurt her. Appreciate any feedback you can give. So this guy actually started making out with his Wentworth girl. That's, yeah. Wow. I can't even imagine. <laughs> and, then, and now she's going to be gone for six weeks and back for a week before she has to, before he has to go to school. So there's really not a lot of time. No. But I wonder, isn't there, there's something in between nothing and a long distance relationship. Yeah. It's, it's just, hanging out every time you guys are in the same yeah, relationship. It's just staying in touch and like, she's not going to come back into town and have someone else to make out with. No. Nothing's changed. You're still number one to her, but when it doesn't necessarily mean you're the only one to her. Right. I think it's still solid as long as when you guys are both back home, you're making out. That's uh, great. Yeah. Because like, she can make out with people while she's away. You can make out with people while you're away, but then you're back home. Boom. You're the ones making out because there's not anybody else that you usually make out with around. Do you think the default is that you can make out with other people until you have a conversation about it? Or the default is you have to be exclusive unless you have a talk that says we're not exclusive? I think that it's all case by case. But I think generally you can make out with other... If you've only made out at, at a bunch of parties, there's no fucking rule around that. Yeah. Oh, God. How amazing and yet terrible. The timing of it all. Yeah, it's really... I mean, it's... You also should just be like, just chalk this one up as a win, like an uh, an unequivocal good thing that happened. Everybody is so quick to be like, all right, I love this girl forever. We made out. It was great. But now, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you, you love this girl forever and you made out and that's great. And there's no but now. <laughs> just awesome. That's great. You en did it. Enjoy the ride. Congrats, bud. Um, all right. Uh, oh, this is one from, I believe, a lady in Australia. An Australian lady. Um, Margot Robbie. That's cool. I think Margot Robbie is my new Wentworth's girl. <laughs> so you think that you'll see her, but... <laughs> no, I think I'll, I'll idolize her from afar and never talk to her. Got it. Okay. Margot Robbie writes... Love the show. You guys are awesome. I recently downloaded Tinder and need some advice. There's this one guy that I'm really interested in, but he hasn't messaged me yet. How acceptable is it for me to message him first? What can I say to let him know that I'm interested without coming across as a weirdo? Also, I need a funny bio. Help. Hmm. Okay. Why doesn't this lady download Bumble, which is like forces you to make the first move? That's true. I also, I mean, definitely just send the first message. You don't, it doesn't even have to be good. Yeah, that can be completely acceptable. <laughs> uh, you can let them, since you're a girl, you don't have to have uh, anything locked and loaded that's exceptionally clever without coming across as a weirdo. Right. I think that even that's... an emoji, any, literally any emoji. Yeah, a wave. That's all you need. It's, it's kind of nice. I mean, everything else sucks about being on the apps when you're a girl, yeah. but one nice thing that you should totally just uh, rest easy with is that your opening message doesn't have to be shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to deal with a lot of terrible shit, and I would definitely rather be a guy on a girl than the apps, <laughs> but one nice thing, you don't have to give a fuck about your opening <laughs> message. It really doesn't matter. Anything will do. Clever bio for a girl? Um... I haven't seen a good bio in a while since we're off the apps. Yeah, it's true. I usually go with I'm taller in real life, but I don't know if that 
is good. Oh, I my brother's is uh, if you're under six eleven, swipe left. That's pretty good. Yeah, she so, could just use that one. <laughs> that might like, actually right, come across right. as real for that guys. is the problem. I guess it could say if you're over five, if you're over five feet, swipe left. <laughs> if you're over four foot six, swipe right. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Everyone. guys, some guys will by default swipe right on every single female. Yeah, that's true. So it's like telling. So people you can to joke swipe. about swipe swiping left. Mm-hmm. I think you can go if you're over six eleven, swipe left. No, what was it? If you're under, if you're under six <laughs> eleven, swipe left. <laughs> yeah, you can almost beg people to swipe left, and it still wouldn't matter. That's true. Um, all right. We have actually one last question from a guy who's had a crush on a girl for a while. So maybe that's the theme of this episode. Nice. Uh, who's another guy that you went to ice cream with? Um, Matt. Matt writes, uh, my name is Matt and I'm 21. There's this girl I've liked since 10th grade and we've been talking more and more lately. The problem is she told me she only dates black guys. We're both white. Anyway, I want to know how to get this girl to like me back. But by the way, she's a solid nine out of 10 and I'm probably a two. (laughs) I'm six foot six, 400 pounds of not much muscle. I don't know if that could possibly be true. Please help me. I'm not sure how much longer I could be the guy friend with nothing in return. Is it possible that he's six foot six, 400? Yeah, of course it's possible. That's a huge man. He should be playing college football. Maybe he is. That's cool. This guy's a starting right tackle for the... Green Bay Packers. And you still can't get fucking laid. <laughs> um, well, if you're, regardless of what you look like and what you look like, can you change someone's mind about who they date? I don't think you can. No. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's I only date black guys or I only date these guys or I only date that guys or everybody has rules. Or I date everybody, but I don't want to date you. That's right. You can't change somebody's mind. No. All you can do is, again, just be good, actively nice and happy in right. her presence. I'm not saying that people's minds don't change. They can't change. change. And, and you, there's like – there are ways to like um, encourage people to change their mind, but none of them involve – trying to convince them to change their mind. Right. All you can do is be the best version of yourself and hope that they notice. All right. That was a quickie. So let's get to one last question from a lady we'll call the Wentworths girl. Oh, my God. That's right. We got to answer as many questions as possible to make up for last week. Right. Hey, guys, I'm about to leave for college, and I was looking for a fuck buddy to fill the time uh, before I leave. Me and this kid I go to school with used to hook up, and we've recently started doing it again, which has been amazing. But the past three times he was supposedly uh, supposed to come over when I was home alone, he's bailed on me. His reasons are always really obscure, and he always says that he can't come about two minutes before he's supposed to come over. Should I end it with him? Should I stop talking to him for a while and make him want me again? Is it possible that he suddenly finds me unattractive? Love the podcast, but need your advice. Uh, Who knows what he's going through, but it's definitely not worth the bullshit of, like, trying to schedule with him yeah you never want to block off time for a guy that blows you off two minutes before yeah and like since you're not looking for anything that serious and you don't really like him totally fuck this guy yeah but like i like the idea of distancing herself and wait till he decides to make a move yeah that's i think he's sort of he's like a guy who does a little more like i'll cancel an hour before see if she's mad all right cancel five minutes before oh she still wants to hang out cancel two minutes before 
he really doesn't think that highly of you that you keep coming back and still want to hang out. Definitely. I, it's really discourteous to cancel right before. Yeah, even if it's a lunch date, you don't want to do that. I mean, the person was already fully mentally prepared. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to do anything in the world, but like the fact that you got geared up, even if it's staying at home, but like mentally excited to see somebody, then have it just like go away instantly. Yeah, what do you do with your time now? <laughs> I guess I'll watch Netflix and Krill. That's a it's a documentary about <laughs> whale sea, food. Sea urchin. <laughs> yeah. Whale food is krill seafood or whale food? Krill is fish, right? I know whale eat them. Krill, Netflix and krill oil superba. That's right. Krill are small crustaceans in the order of Euphanasia that are found in the world's ocean. The name krill comes from a new Norwegian word krill. Which means small fry of fish. So, Netflix and Krill, to finish my joke, is watching a documentary about small crustaceans. Fair enough. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks so much for writing in. If you have your own questions, uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. If you have your own theme songs, same email address. It's all the same. If I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song was that uh, one bit written by the um, the bluegrass. Gotta, why can't I remember their name? Bluegrass singer Cam. Cam. From uh, the No Good Redwood Ramblers. This closing one is uh, another lady, Gem Stellar. Ooh. Is this another band? Uh, theme song submissions. I know Michael Bolton. Um, He's super famous. <laughs> and I have zero music experience, but this was fun to make. Uh, check out my non me doing non-musical things at at It's Really Jasmine. So thanks, Jasmine. Thank you. And thanks, Cam. And thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back, of course, next week. Remember to follow me on Instagram. Of course. I'm just a little bit fucked at the minute I don't know where I should begin I, I lost my dog, quit my job, fucked my boss And I'm not sure if my penis is the right size I'm feeling lost, down on my luck Maybe I should just go and kill myself in a Starbucks my Tinder date didn't go so hot Not sure if I'm a chipmunk or not But here I am, what can I do? But listen to if I were you Show starts now That was a HeadGum Podcast 